Welcome back, everyone, to another episode of the Good Grow Great Podcast. I'm Talia Toha, and this is Growth Amplifiers. This is the episode where we dive in to specific topics that can help you grow personally, professionally, in your work, in your life, in your business, everything. That way, you can just take home and adopt and adapt things that really, really align with where you want to be and where you want to go, right? And a lot of times we talk about uncommon concepts, things that you don't normally necessarily associate with what you're trying to do, and really uncover unique ways to get you that life that you deserve in a meaningful way, in a way that is purpose-driven, all right? So today, that's exactly what we're going to talk about because I've been getting a lot of questions, and thank you for sending in your questions, you guys, about, okay, uh, Talia, I wanted to earn a lot of money, and I think whenever people come to me and they want to grow their business and, um, you know, get an extra additional side income, and they come with this question, really... A lot of things uh, tend to unravel. Now, the first thing that tend to unravel is that it seems like a lot of people love the idea of gaining their first million without first wanting to ever gain their first 10,000 or 100,000, right? Or even a thousand. And so, while this podcast, we're focusing on impact. When you're learning something and you want to go a certain place, it's always useful to see where other people have been because nothing in this world is completely new. Like everything has a precedence, right? There's always trails and signs that people leave behind. And we want to look to that and figure out what works best for us, right? So that's what we're uncovering today is really ways that people, some people you've never even heard of have earned their first million and some in a way that is meaningful to them. So without further ado, be sure to hit that follow, add, subscribe, collect, and save button, you guys, because we are going to dive in. Let's do this. Okay, so I want to talk about that question that a lot of people ask, right? How do I make my first million? And I, you know, usually when people ask me this question, I'm like, okay, well, have you earned your first 10 grand? Have you earned your first 100,000? And what type of impact do you want to make, right? You can't just think of, because money and people are, are related. If you don't want to make an impact in other people's lives, it's quite impossible to earn in a way that is meaningful to you. And yes, the immediate hits of incoming income can feel good, but at what cost? At the cost of your health? At the cost of 10, 20, 30 years down the road, looking back and regretting everything you've done? That's not the type of life that we want. We want a life where we wake up in the morning and you know that you're heading in the right direction. You know that you're heading towards fulfillment in your own way. So you have to define that. But for the purposes of this particular episode, I want to highlight some examples that Business Insider had shared 
about really essentially billionaires who really had created a name for themselves. And some of them you may not even know, right? There are more billionaires other than Elon Musk, right? Steven Spielberg, Steve Jobs. There are other people, you guys, right? And um, so again, some of those people, you might not know who they are, but let me share some of the names that they had quoted in their article. And I believe this article came out in 2019 and um, of the topic of how billionaires made their first million, right? Self-made wealth. And so I wanted to share some examples of um, who they are. And in the meantime, I'll share with you some key highlights of what they did to earn their first, uh, really that, that first seven figures, right? And you'll be surprised actually by how um, possible it is for you. Now, I don't mean that you will, but I just mean, and that's really up to you. I do just mean that, you have to kind of think beyond what is commonly believed right now. Now, right now, I have to say it is commonly believed that you have to have this kind of massive, you know, you have to be everywhere online to be successful. And a lot of people live 100% online. Now, I don't happen to do that. I very happily spend time online and offline. And a lot of times actually more offline than online. And I think IRL in real life is really the the majority of it. So it's up to you really, but I want to share with you what some of these people have done to earn their first meaningful right amount so that they can then jump further and further and further ahead, right? Upwards towards um, even bigger, um, bigger uh, earnings. So one of the things that you do notice is number one, many of them started with, <laughs> that's right, offline work, you guys. Now, what do I mean by offline work? I just mean that they are not in tech, they're not online, they're not in social media. Now, I know that some people who started out, you know, and have become billionaires obviously started before social media exists. But that means that even today with social media, this is something that you can do right? And so number one, many of them did start with offline work. And sometimes they're not very sexy, right? And, um, and the things that we tend to associate billionaires with is like super high tech, right? Everything is online. And they they do a lot of things all in, through email, they never really talk to anyone, they don't have to. But take Mohed Altrad here, who really made his first million in the scaffolding business. Scaffolding, you guys, right? So if you guys are listening and you don't know what scaffolding is and you're not in the construction world, scaffolding is essentially just a framework of, gosh, I don't know at that point whether they use wood or iron or steel, but really just a structure or framework that often help construction, right? And to help people construct up and help construction workers uh, really work around the building. It's like almost like a, a ladder or something, but a whole system of it, right? So scaffolding, that is not sexy at all, right? He didn't really go out and like, you know, try to create an app for con contractors. He didn't then go out to social media to then, you know, share more thought leadership 
expert topics about scaffolding. You didn't do any of that. Now, I'm not saying that you can't do that with what you want to do. By all means, you can. But again, this means that even if you're not there online all the time doing all the things, without internet even, you can still grow something meaningful the way Mohed did. Isn't that, isn't that amazing? Isn't that a great word of encouragement? So you want to think beyond just where you are. If you're stuck where you are, think beyond it, right? What else can we do? How else can we help and show up to serve to the people we're meeting to serve? There are tons of different ways that we can do this, okay? So that's number one. Number two And this is something like, I think the common thread that you do see here that you may know, but it's worth reminding still because we often forget this, especially you guys who are really kind of, you know, you're on the go, you're constantly wanting to grow. We tend to forget that it is useful to have a specialty. All right. So not just, you know, everyone uh, for everyone, for everything, But if you are specializing in something and you're specializing in that already niche market, you will become almost like this go-to person, right? And we already talked about Mohed and his scaffolding, but even just looking through insiders, business insiders, list some more, right? You notice that all of them have a specialty almost. Jack Cohen made his first million with fried chicken. So it's not just food, right? And not just, you know, fast food, specifically chicken and not just chicken, specifically fried chicken. So you want to go down the list of niching to become that person. All right. Um, And Chai Dong Ching even made his first million by selling little toy trumpets. Toy trumpets, you guys, right? So don't be discouraged if you feel like you have to be this, you know, this really kind of highly well-produced, you know, class act almost, right? So just start where you are. It's okay. And um, so a lot of these, you see Frank hasn't frauds through defense work. That's his way into his, you know, earning his first million defense strategies, right? Um, there is Naveen Jain, of course, right? Actually made his first million working for Bill Gates, which took us to, right, to point number three, that on top of having started with offline work, right, brick and mortar, sometimes even not online. And number two, having a specialty. Number three, they focus on becoming good first, and then great. And then they branch out and scale right? So a lot of people come to me and they're like, hey, Talia, how do I scale this? How do I make this bigger? Right? And I'm kind of going like, well, sure, that's fine. We can do this. But are you even at the place where the foundation is sturdy? So why are we trying to build something that will crumble one year later if we don't have everything set in the right places and in the right motion? That's very, it's almost like, um, you know how if in swimming, right, in swimming, you have all of these different moves, techniques, strokes, right? And, um, and a lot of things you can turn, you can, you can flip, you can jump a certain way. It's almost like somebody wanting to jump in and really become Olympic great 
without first learning how to breathe, (laughs) right? Breathing is so important in swimming and uh, probably a couple of other uh, key points. And so it's, it's the same thing when people come and they say, I want to scale this. Amazing. Of course you do. But you can't scale something that is not yet good. Nobody wants it. So I think that's the same case with Naveen here. He, I'm sure he had great plans at the time that he started working with Bill Gates, but he learned from the best first. He became a student of life and he really understood from a almost like a servant leadership point of view that if I learn from them, right, I'm taking it, I'm taking in 10, 20, 30 years of their experience. And it's almost like a masterclass crash course. It's good to have people mentoring. It's good to have people supporting you, coaching you, consulting you, advising you. All of those are super helpful. So if you do want that, Go find one, right? Go find people you resonate with that you can learn from so that you become good first before you scale, right? Whether that's somebody else or or myself or whoever, right? You can reach out to me. It doesn't matter. But the point is good first, then great, and then it's scale. It's not scaling and then let's redo the, the greatness if, it, if at all and then redo, right? You, you don't want to constantly go back to square one. So that's number three. Number four, number four, possibly one of the more important one is that when no one else believed, they believed. This is so cool, you guys, because if you look at some of the most successful people, they have an understanding of what they can create, what they can do, right? What they can serve to other people. And they believed And I think this is something that we forget. I know that when I was starting out, I didn't necessarily believe in myself and I didn't necessarily believe in what I can do. And that really killed it, right? I mean, didn't kill per se, but it really kind of slowed things down very drastically because for a long time I was just like, well, why, why should I bother? Because other people can do it so much better. But in reality, you're, it's a disservice for other people if you're hiding your skill set, your talent, even if that skill set or talent is still a work in progress, right? Even if that skill set or talent is still a work in progress, somebody else out there who is maybe just a few steps behind you need your help. And it's a disservice if you do not show up to serve. And it's important because I, I mean, I really, really believe this and you can kind of hear this in my voice because I'm super passionate about this is that I don't believe that you have to be a big name to make a big impact. I think anyone can be a small giant. And that is why I want to encourage you to first believe not just in yourself, but also in the things that is meant to be or things that will become or things that are still in progress. Because if you don't believe in it yourself, why should anyone else, right? Why should anyone else? This is so, so true. Now, of course, there are times when you need to recalibrate and you're saying this is not working and it would be foolish to keep going, of course. But the key is despite all the fails and successes and things working and things not working, things you taking two steps back, one step forward, 
The key is that you believe that at the end of the day, you are doing something good to humanity and that what you're sharing is something that maybe one person halfway around the world is needing. Maybe, you know, someone who's struggling in their family because they have not yet had work in a long time is needing, right? It's so important to remember that you are working and you're maybe trying to grow a career or that you're trying to grow a business or you're trying to grow a relationship, whatever it is, those are all in service of humanity and you are part of humanity. Without it, it doesn't mean squat. Nothing means anything, right? So I want to leave you with that and stay encouraged. Be sure to hit that follow, add, collect, subscribe, save and download button because the next time we talk, the next time you hear from me, I want you to have that episode ready to go for you when you're out and about walking, for you when you're out and about running, doing groceries, whatever, exercising, doesn't matter. But because our episodes do not require Wi-Fi or cell reception, you can have it on your tablet and boom, right? You're immediately within whatever, 10, 15, 30 minutes, one hour that you hear from us from this episode, you have this renewed perspective in your life and in your work. Okay. Thank you so much for spending time with me. I am so grateful. And so it just brings me joy that you're here joining me. And without further ado, stay growing and let's keep solving growth solvers. Solvers.